the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show on a Thursday. Make sure you check out the podcast, 94.5 The Answer and 98.9 The Answer. We are always joined at this hour, if we can get him, by Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio. Follow Matt on Twitter, at OhioMatt, and his site is OpportunityOhio.org. And we've talked as we work toward these interviews every week, Matt, about doing a midterm prediction, and it just so happens we've had so much other stuff to talk about that we've never actually made a midterm prediction, and there's no better time to make one than now. All these optimistic reports are out there about a red wave, and I'm nervous about those kinds of reports because uh, that, in light of Joe Biden's speech, Last night where he said, oh, you know, we won't know the results until three days later or two days later. And that's typically normal. I'm like, no, that's not normal. And that set off alarm bells in my head. What do you make of what's coming? Yeah, well, on the Joe Biden piece, that was my reaction to Bruce. Like it almost like it was an unsettling. Why are you talking about this versus making the case for why they should support your side? Yeah. Uh, like they're like, what, what What do you got up your sleeve here you're going to jam us with that's going to like, you know, flip some races that are going to shock people. But let's hope that doesn't happen. But as we're standing here today, you know, I think we're looking at about a 240 Republican majority in the House. Um uh, you know, in the Senate, which is the, the closer one, um, I, I tell you, I think we're, we're pretty safe at a, at a 52-48 prediction. We're going to win Georgia. I think we're going to win Nevada, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The two that are out there that could add that to make it 53 or 54 even uh, would be uh, Arizona and um, Washington State. That, that, mm-hmm. The polling there continues to be close. So I saw a poll today out of Colorado where Bennett's only up by two points. And again, if you if you presume like I do based upon history, that the polls always undercount Republicans. And so if somebody's ahead by two points, uh, a Democrat's ahead by two points, and you know, and if it's a fudge factor of three in that state, then theoretically, right, the Republican ends up winning by one. And and so it's possible we could even get, and this would be, this would make it a huge, huge day, is if Republicans picked up Colorado as well and got to a 56-44 majority, because in here why that's really important. They can get that high or even close to that, 54, 55, 56, right? That sets the stage for 2024 where the Democrats have to actually defend a whole bunch of seats. Because remember, we're, we were on the defense this time. Yes. So if they have to defend a bunch of seats in two years, and if, and if it becomes another bad election for the left, it's possible that Republicans could win the White House, they will hold the House, and then take a 60-seat filibuster-proof majority into the Senate, which would be transformational in terms of what we could get done uh, from a policy standpoint. Yeah, it would be. And they have uh, 23 seats, Democrats do, two are independent, but 21 seats for sure in the Senate are up next time. 21 of them, 21 of the seats that are up are Democrat. Two are independent who caucus with Democrats. So crazy Bernie's up. 
So, yes, that would be uh, transformational. We're talking with Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org. He writes the Patriot Mind Substack. Search that, find it online, read it, subscribe to it, and follow him on Twitter at Ohio Matt. So you're putting Pennsylvania in the GOP slot, and you're putting Ohio in the GOP slot. And I continue to wish uh, the polls were more definitive about J.D. Vance winning because watching Tim Ryan the other night at the Town Hall at Fox, this guy is so despicable to me because he just lies with no restrictions. Like saying that he's against third trimester abortions, but that if we reinstitute Roe versus Wade, it'll prevent that. No, it won't. It didn't prevent it before, you idiot. And then he says he doesn't like the Ohio law, which is 22 weeks now when it's been expanded by the judge in Cincinnati. Well, a 22-week ban would ban third trimester abortion. So he lies and his positions make no sense. And I'm just on the edge of my seat that he might steal this spot away from what's been a Republican, Rob Portman. Yeah, he's not going to steal the spot. I mean, look, Tim Ryan clearly has a problem with the truth, uh, as do any you know Democrat in his shoes that's desperate to try to win. Right? This is the let's say anything to win kind of kind of mentality. But but look, the, the average among the, the the polls right now has JD at two point two percent ahead. Again, assume that fudge factor in there. My guess is he'll be closer to five six percent by the end of the night uh, next Tuesday. So I'm not worried about Ohio. I'm not worried about North Carolina. I'm not worried about uh, places places like you know, that Wisconsin. I think Ron Johnson's in control there. Where we where we got to watch is can we can we can can Kerry Lake pull Blake Masters over the line in Arizona? Yep. Can we pull out a miracle in Wisconsin because it's a three way race? And can somehow, some way, in the independent voters in Colorado with that lean, that lean left, somehow, you know, give give a win to, to Joe Odeo out there in Colorado over over Mike Bennett, who's just a you know Yale educated goofball that doesn't really fit Colorado. Had to, you know, he has a great story out there that he had to film the commercial for his his Senate race. He had to go get a license to fish. He has a day had to get a day he got a day license to fish because the man doesn't actually fish, but he tried to make it look like he's a good old Coloradan. Who you know is out there hiking mountains, you know, fly fishing every weekend, and he's not. He's just a suburban East Coast guy that got the, the seat handed to him by John Hickenlooper. Wow! Imagine that a disingenuous Democrat. Uh, okay, so speaking of disingenuous, the White House yesterday puts out a victory lap tweet that, "Hey, all you lucky Social Security recipients, Joe Biden has made sure you're going to get the biggest Social Security check you've ever gotten." And then, whoops, they deleted the tweet because. Even the most uh, unsophisticated person knows Social Security went up because of cost of living, and cost of living is up because of inflation. Right. So, number one, by deleting the tweet, they violated the Presidential, uh, you know, Preservation Records Act. Right. You can't violate. You can't delete presidential records. So, since the White House tweet Twitter account is an official record, you can't go do that. So, you know. But of course, who cares? They won't pay any funding for that. But yeah, I mean, this is just a classic moron move by the by the Biden administration, and you hear it every day with with the press secretary, where she just says stuff that is just absolutely wrong, false, but just puts it out there. Because what else is she going to say, right? They're desperate; they have no explanation for why, in two short years, Joe Biden has driven the the American economy into the ditch. No, they certainly don't, and uh, the lies are the only way they can justify it. And uh, speech last night never mentioned inflation, never mentioned. Uh, the border never mentioned abortion, which I thought that was supposed to be the thing they were hanging their campaign on. And he mentioned the economy once. Our guest is Matt Mayer, Ohio Matt, on Twitter. 
opportunityohio.org is the website. Okay, uh, keeping with our disingenuous theme, uh, I see that Daryl Rowland of The Dispatch uh, is now in the television business at Channel 6. Uh, I encouraged him the other day, yesterday, to uh, tell the story of the 21-year-old man from Girard, Ohio, who was murdered late Saturday night, well, really Sunday morning, 3 a.m., at the Sheets gas station at uh, the airport. I want to know more about this young man. I wanted to know why he's there, what his family is feeling. You get a call in the middle of the night. He responds that, no, he'll be doing politics, Roland did. And then, of course, the very first thing that he tweets after that is that some uh, fossil fuel-backed thing is giving to J.D. Vance, which I don't really think that's going to hurt J.D. Vance if he's linked to fossil fuel industry because most Ohioans would like to uh, pay lower gas prices. At least that's my read on the Senate campaign. Yeah, no, that was I, I watched your exchange and it was just funny because you know, look, Darrow has a long reputation of being a a, a a hack for the left. You know, never saw a story on the right he would write favorably about. Always saw a story on the left he could, and you know, that's just that was his reputation at the dispatch for those of us who had to deal with the dispatch. And so it's laughable to me that he won't cover a story that has to do, frankly, with politics in the sense of look what happens when you have a purely run county city of Democrats who are soft on crime. Who are, who are not you know, going to push hard to, to prosecute these folks. We have this poor kid get killed age 21, and it, that, that is a very important story that should be covered. But, no, I'm going to cover some you know dark money group that's fossil fuel-related to go after J.D. Vance. And, you know, I saw that dispatch sent out a bunch of people to interview Ohioans, and you know, among the top issues was abortion. And it's like, of course, because <laughs> what they do, they, they sent a reporter to, like, the Planned Parenthood office, and interviewed all those folks and said, oh, the average voter says that's a top issue. No poll, no poll I've seen in the last month has had abortion anywhere close to the top issues. It, it's the economy, it's crime, it's immigration, it's inflation. Nobody's thinking about, oh, dear God, you know, I can't go get an abortion today from a, from a voter standpoint. It is all about the kitchen table issues and abortion in one of them. Yeah, which brings me to another Ryan lie the other night. He said, we hear one or two stories a week in Ohio of a woman who can't get an abortion because they've been raped or because of incest. We've heard one story like that since the Dobbs decision. One. Not one a week. Not two a week. Uh, just incredible how he... Uh, no, well, but Bruce, let me, let me widen the aperture. One a week. One, okay, right? one a week, right? Yeah. He's lying. Name names. Come on, chief. Show us where, right? But more importantly... The, the, the one that we do know about that happened, Bruce, that's not just one in Ohio. That's one in America. Yeah. I watch the news every day, right? I am pulling the news feed constantly, and I can tell you if there were lots of young girls or women who are trying to get abortions that can't across the state line, you and I both know the media whores would find them and promote those stories all over the place because that would then drive this alleged vote that is all about abortion, right? It's not happening because – there aren't those people being stopped. It was a single case, which, it's, again, that's the exception to the rule that everybody loves to focus on, right? Yeah, totally true. Uh, looking forward to seeing how close you are, your prediction. 240 GOP in the House, 5248, you said, at worst, in the Senate, maybe more. At worst, yeah. I, I think, I'm thinking it's more going to be 5347, uh, so that's where you can target me. Great. Well, uh, we'll follow up next week. We love having Matt on, Ohio Matt on Twitter opportunityohio.org, and the Patriot Mind Substack. Matt, as always, thanks so much for your time today. Hey, thanks.
I believe I have confessed on this show before that I was never very good at science. I think I'm past the statute of limitations from my high school that I can confess now that I never would have gotten an A in science if my coach were not my science teacher. But even I know that this is not how it works when it comes to science. Joe Biden yesterday, I don't know if it was yesterday, maybe the day before, I just saw the audio yesterday. Uh, Joe Biden sounds like a guy at a science fair who didn't really study his project very much uh, when he is talking about a new benefit to having an electric car. And by the way, in your home, you know, the batteries that we have now, and they're getting more and more sophisticated. (laughs) You know, a lightning storm takes out all the electricity in the house. Guess what? You can plug your car into the house and make it light up. (laughs) You think I'm joking. It's a little simplistic, but literally you can. Literally you can. (laughs) Oh, this summer... Now listen, they're laughing at him. They're laughing at him. It really is kind of exciting. He doesn't get get it. He doesn't get it. He thinks that they're like on board with, hey, that's really cool. No, that's a no. The car is charged by the power from the house. Well, he may be going by the Ford truck commercial that actually implies that, but I don't think the Ford truck, the electric Ford truck is even available yet. I think they're taking names to purchase them, but I don't even know. I mean, it is might it, run your refrigerator. You know, there's a diff. I was going to say the Ford truck yeah. is out there, and he's using it to like light up his campsite. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not to like I don't light up light your, your whole, whole house, house no. during a power outage for the duration of the power outage. Right. No, that's not how it works, Joe. Not a joke. <laughs> so, uh, man, I mean, and he doesn't. The the biggest part of that is he doesn't know. People are laughing at the absurdity and the simplicity of his point. Now, I talked in the beginning of the show that one of the headlines we were viewing today was the Federal Reserve raising the interest rate three quarters of a basis point. This is not how much higher you're going to pay for interest. This is how for money. This is how much more banks that loan money pay in interest. They they will then upcharge you so that. Basic truism is that when the Fed raises rates, everything you buy gets more expensive. Everything you buy. Everything you buy in a store gets more expensive. Everything that you pay for, like car loan, home loan, installment loan on a boat or whatever, gets more expensive because the cost of money gets more expensive. Does anything happen from a commerce perspective without there being an exchange of money? No. So, this is not good for you now, but the thought is that you have to suffer pain in the immediacy to avoid further long-term pain out there months, years in advance. Unchecked inflation is the one thing that will absolutely positively break a nation's economy. And if the American economy becomes irreparably broken, well, uh, it will make the Great Depression look like an absolute cakewalk. And the reason that Jerome Powell yesterday said that they're not going to back off in raising interest rates is because he recognizes that. He recognizes the necessity of getting inflation back under control. And while we focus on the inflation rate of 
8.2, One time it crept over 9%. The core inflation rate in September reached its highest rate since 1982. The core inflation rate is when they strip out certain vectors. I believe it's gas and food because, I mean, who really needs gas and food, right? We can all get along without gas and food. They strip that out. <laughs> when they did, the numbers were not very good. Anyway, so Jerome Powell on the case, doing his thing, trying to uh, get things back under control. We'll talk about this tomorrow with Josh Pick on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. That airs here at 7 p.m. It also will replay on Saturday at 2 p.m. It's an extended conversation with Josh, which we have on Mondays for our Money Monday segment. A chance for you to get a heads up on what might be coming and how to bulletproof your investments. And the worst thing you can do, I know this, is put everything in cash because cash is going down with inflation going up. Think of it, 8% inflation. Divide your paycheck into what percentage of your paycheck do you get every month? What percentage of your annual salary is a better way to say it. What percentage of your annual income do you get every month? Well, it's pretty easy to figure that out, right? You take your income, 100% of your income divided by 12 would be 8 point something percent. 8.5% to be exact. You get 8.5% of your income every month. If inflation is 8 point something percent, that means prices are going up 8 point something percent every month. It's in essence forcing you to live for a year on 11 months of income. Or you could say it's, it's forcing you to live for 13 months on 12 months of income. Either way, you're a month behind because prices have gone up and your income has stayed the same. So this is the issue with inflation. It's the number one thing that has to be fixed. It is not a topic Joe Biden talked about last night in his speech. He talked about democracy, 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 MAGA, 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 MAGA. But he did not say the word inflation at all when he mentioned the economy one time. I'm actually glad he came out last night. Because I think every time Joe Biden comes out and talks, I think it helps the Republican Party. I think it helps candidates like J.D. Vance. I think it helps Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Because every time Joe Biden comes out, instead of saying, look, things are bad. Here's why they're bad. We're going to get them fixed. Here's what we're going to do to get them fixed. This is why you need to stick with us. By avoiding the topic or by continuing to tout what a great job he's doing and what a fantastic position the American economy is because jobs are great and we had 2.6% growth, so see, we're not in a recession. Essentially what he's telling you is the adversity that you are suffering as an American consumer, as an American citizen, that adversity, it's really not that bad. No, things are good. You should be encouraged. The real threat is not our economy, not the border crime, the real threat, the real threat, are those people who don't agree with me. That's the real threat. The trouble with uh, putting all your faith in democracy is that next Tuesday, democracy might bite back. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.